Well, Ulysses, they say miracles aren't so, but I tell you, the Rays have won 11 in a row. I feel like Dr. Seuss over here. <laughs> and I think we all should. This is a great time to be a Rays fan and maybe a historic time to be a Rays fan. Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on all the other podcasting platforms that are available, social media, Twitter, and Instagram, at LockedOnRays, and send us those mailbag questions, hot takes, comments, concerns to LockedOnRays at gmail.com. 11 in a row. Holy freaking unbelievable as the Tampa Bay Rays down the Boston Red Sox by a score of seven to two. I like these ball games compared to the one Oh nail biters that we had the night before. So, uh, you know, there's, there's something called the Bronx bombers. I, I don't know if that's still a thing. I'm going to attest and put forth the Bay bombers. Maybe that should be a theme and a moniker for 2023. I dig it. I know that San Francisco is going to get a little bit upset about that, but guess what? I don't care. I don't care. Uh, show them the record. Uh, the Bay Bombers. And by the way, wasn't it the Gotham Bombers? Not the Bronx Bombers. I thought it was the Gotham Bombers. Possibly. But maybe I'm just thinking of my 1888 season, of course, uh, possibly. <laughs> Dude, this is unreal. And people that are watching this, this is unreal. Like, what you're watching it's like they 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 hacked into the matrix and somehow they now every Yandi's launch angle is fixed. Bilau is hitting like he is when he is at his hottest. Four straight games, Kevin, hitting a home run, man. That's that, I mean, just insane. When he goes in a hot streak, he's lit when he's on his hot streaks, he's the best yeah. player on in MLB. Like, and, and what I'm worried about, what I'm worried about is the low streak. What I'm worried about is hopefully, because when he's at his hottest, he's unstoppable. When he's at his lowest, it looks like he's never played baseball before, picked up a bat before. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen or it's a very soft landing, soft version of that slumperoo that may or may not come about. You're not too far from the truth. In the, in the first, uh, I believe it was six, seven games, maybe, maybe yeah, uh, seven games. I think he had a 63 WRC plus like that's Taylor walls level of what he put up last year. But then you have this streak of five games where he's like at 180 WRC plus. So like, yes, the, the, the highs and the lows are, there's a discrepancy there, but if you keep going down, Isak Paredes with, with another home run, Josh Lowe with a fantastic day, two, four, four, a steal, a home run, great outfield, uh, glove but we were talking about a historic this is the most wins kevin to start a season since the milwaukee brewers and the atlanta braves did it in 1987 and 1982 respectively the record is right there for the taking my friend 
It would really be fantastic. And to hit on a couple of those guys you mentioned, first off, teams just are never going to learn evidently about Isak Paredes. Don't throw him a fastball up and in. It's a mistake. It's going to get deposited. It's going to get pulled much of the time. Brandon Lau, yes, home runs in four straight games now. And he almost had a multi-homer game in this game. He was, you know, a biscuit or two away from from having that to his name, which when I watched that swing on a 97 mile per hour fastball, middle, middle, I think first pitch of the at bat, I just assumed it was a home run. So I was a little bit shocked when it hit the wall instead of going over the fence there, Josh Lowe. um, I may be proved wrong about Josh Lowe. He may be the real deal sooner rather than later. And what I really liked about the broadcast was him being mic'd up and we saw some, energy some enthusiasm some leadership everybody talks about hey who's going to fill the void of kk and mike zanino and others i know josh lowe's a young cat a young kid but sooner than later he could be that guy just based off what i heard and garnered and gathered from uh the mic'd up and and just uh the vibe that he brings to the team you know kevin kiermeyer loved the cameras uh, in fact, he had a tremendous catch at Rogers Center in his debut as a Blue Jay over there. It was a, I mean, a home run saving catch. He, he, and he, you know, he's a ham. He likes to do that for the camera. It's fun. We all love it. Uh, maybe some race fans don't, but bigger I, ham, I Kevin, bigger ham, Kevin Kiermaier, Randy Rosarena. Oh, oh, it's a tie. It's a tie. They, they, they would never stop. They would just go back and forwards trying to prove the other one that they're Dance not as ham. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But my yeah. point with this whole thing about Kevin Kiermaier being ham, I guess we found the next guy, and it's Josh Lowe. The dude loves the camera, The loves being mic'd up. Like, this guy is just a personality. Like, this is fantastic. And then he can do it all. He is a 2020 threat, hopefully, if everything goes well. Sweet, sweet glove. And apparently, he has the personality that everybody would like to gravitate to. to. So, I, I'm I'm all about it, man. Yeah, no. And that home run was really impressive. It was like a chip shot. And him going down with his long arms and extension, I mean, for, for a guy of that size... It, it, it really behooves you where you can just kind of outstretch your arms and, and really let that power unleash there. And then, of course, Yandy Diaz getting a home run, which is always nice to see. A three-hit day, three for three on the day for Yandy Diaz. Three runs scored and that home run, which was a pull home run. So we're seeing him pull the ball a little bit more, which is uh, yes. a little uncharacteristic for him. So, man... It's uh, we, we're going to talk more about this game, but I I know this amount of runs and home runs in this streak is not going to be sustainable for 162, but just soak it all in. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts, um, because it's it's really fun to watch. Yeah, it, it, it's and and again, let's let's hit on the historicness of, of this. Uh, Brit Garoli, who, by the way, you should all be following her on Twitter. Uh, uh, B R I T T underscore G H I R O L I. She actually did her first beat with the 08 race. Um, really? She was there for that season. She she's an awesome follow. If you guys haven't followed her on tw- on Twitter, please do. She says the race have 29 home runs. That's more than the Nationals. Guardians, Tigers, 
and Cubs combined. Okay. Oh. Also, the Rays have scored 83 runs. There's only one other team that is above 60. Kevin, would you like to guess in three strikes or less who that other team is? Well, considering on Monday's episode, I was saying that the Rays ranked so highly in these offensive categories and right behind them, or not right behind them, but second were the Dodgers. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the Dodgers. You would be correct. Yes, they're the only other team that is above 60. Again, the Rays are at 83. This is unreal, man. This is fantastic. And and we all are getting a little bit greedy. I know that I am. I said, like, before the Red Sox series started, I'm like, I just need the first one. And then, you know, they can lose if they have to lose. Now I'm like, I kind of want another sweep, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm on that level right now. Uh, believe it or not, the Rays have scored as many runs so far in 11 games this season than they did all of last season. I know it's crazy, but that's <laughs> what the numbers tell me. Yeah. There could yeah, be same metrics, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly seems that way. Uh, <laughs> we've got more to discuss, but first got to tell you about grand slams, no hitters and double plays. They're all back and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, New customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to sign up. FanDuel, it is the official partner of Major League Baseball. Um, One other thing, at least on the offensive side before... I'm sure we'll uh, mention a ditty or two about Shane McClanahan. Uh, I'm loving this Randy Rosarena batting in front of directly in front of Wander Franco, because it seems like uh, he really makes a point in an emphasis to get on base and do anything he can just to get on base, to pass the torch. Yes. Pay it forward. Uh, for Wander behind him. We saw it when what would have, could have, should have been a relatively routine double play. We've got hustling Randy, running Randy, um, doing all he can to get to first base. And that is just really, really impressive stuff for setting up the guy behind you. And that's something that, that's been a theme for this team. Just Hustle for the next guy, whether it's him, whether it's Harold Ramirez, whether it's Isak Paredes. And I don't expect it's really tough to do over the course of 162. Actually, I mean, when you're getting paid four or five million dollars a year and you're trying to play for that next contract or play for that next arbitration, um, I would think you you'd want to make the most of every time you have an opportunity to run or hustle out of the box that you would do that. But um just a real testament for a guy like Randy to to go out and do that. Not to mention all the other 
uh, dynamic things he does on a baseball field, you know, whether it's making plays at the wall or stealing second with two outs um, or, you know, laying down a bunt, whatever it may be, you're getting a base hit up the middle. There's myriad things he can do, but just that little bit of extra effort can go a long way. Cause let's not forget, this was a guy that uh, grounded into 17 double plays in 2022. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was a, a number that I had to highlight as a negative during the, the, the player review, which, by the way, if you guys have not checked that out on YouTube, there's a playlist about all the player reviews that we have done uh, throughout the years. Look, man, I love that you hit on that because I don't care how boomer it sounds about like, I love hustle. You know what? I'll say it. I'm 31. I love bleeping hustle. Love it. And you know what the best thing about this team is? And I, and I found that out, yes, uh, last year when this team was struggling. But the whole positive thing, you cannot name me one Ray, one position player, because those are the guys that get paid to run. You cannot name one position player that you see dogging it out there. Yeah. Harold Ramirez is dogging it? No. Randy Rosarena? No. Yandy Diaz? No. Who? Manny Margot? Josh Lowe, nobody's dogging it. Mm -hmm. Mejia, you you tell me right now that Francisco Mejia dogs it. He doesn't. Every single one of these guys just hustles, man, and that takes no talent whatsoever. That's something that you don't have to do if if only you are Mike Trout or Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani. No, you can always do that. You can input that into your game. My goodness, we saw how it, it can affect a game a couple of days ago when Harold Ramirez basically did it twice in a row and, and gave Brandon Lau the, the chance to hit a grand slam. Yeah. I love this about this. I love that fact about this team, man. They all hustle. And again, you can put it down in the comments on YouTube if, if you think that's a fallacy or, or if it's true. But I, I, I cannot think of one single Taylor Walls. You tell me right now that Taylor Walls do, uh, dogs it. Never. Right. Yeah. And I think part of it too is the athleticism of this group in this group, trying to make a name and cement themselves as major leaguers. And it's part of the Rays modus operandi is, Hey, give all out effort. It's, it's not that hard to show up every day and, and try your best out there, but the amount of above average to good to very good to elite runners on this ball club is almost staggering. I mean, you basically have a dozen guys that you would be comfortable with. Okay. I'll let them try to steal a base with two outs. Not seeing every guy on the roster. You'd want to do that, but there's a lot of guys on the roster that you can just look really sure. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. It, 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 you can, if, if the, if there is a scenario where that's allowable, they'll go. I mean, you wouldn't probably do that, you know, with, um, let me think of a slow runner in the in the, in the big leagues right now. Uh, give me some, uh, Vogelback. You would yeah. never give, even, or even there Jesus was a- Aguilar. I thought you were going to go with Jesus Aguilar. Perfect. We just saw that. Around third. <laughs> we just saw that. He was basically, you know, running on water. Um, that's a perfect example. Jesus Aguilar, you would, there's no, there's no scenario where you're like, this is a good chance for Jesus to steal. No, never. But there's always a scenario where that could be a possibility for any race player. I mean, we've seen Yandy Diaz steal bases. We've seen that. Like, that's not like, I think he could do it. No, we've all seen that. 
Luke Rayleigh has sneaky speed. He actually reminds me a little bit of uh, of Avisael Garcia. I think you said this a couple right. of weeks ago, maybe that you know that because of the body and the stature and the bulkiness, you're like, okay, this guy can't be that fast. He actually is very he he. I think he was rated in the 90th percentile in sprint speed. You guys can check me on that, but I think it's pretty high. It, again, hustle, man. It doesn't take you being an otherworldly, you know, talent. It's just, do you have it? Do you have it in you? And I know sometimes these guys are hurt. I know sometimes they're sore and they can't do it. You know, hopefully the Yandi injury was just precautionary and there's right. nothing wrong with, with the shoulder or whatever it was. But if they're, if they're not sore and they can do it, that's why you got to love these race. And I get it. If you're a guy in your mid thirties and you're just trying to stick around, but a guy that's the age of reindeer Rosarina and in the shape and health he is in. Um, and again, you're trying to play for that money and the rays are pretty smart and they're, they're pretty cerebral about building in those off days and those rest days or those quasi rest days of, Hey, you know, you know, we've been, you, we got a lot of games in a row. You've been on your feet a lot. Uh, you had a, rough day we're gonna put you in the dh role we're gonna take you out of the game early like it's not like you have to play 160 162 season in season out if you're healthy for the entirety of the season you might only play 142 to 147 games so you're gonna get those opportunities for rest for sure so and, and maybe maybe the rays had some sort of deal with randy like hey if you hustle to first if you absolutely go as hard as you can to try to be safe at first and to preserve or continue an inning, we'll give you the green light. We'll give you the green light to steal second and or <laughs> that might be the the rule. Um, yeah, we, we sort of saw that a little bit. Yeah, um, but you know what? That that's the kind of guy that he's always been. You know, he just goes, man. He just goes for it. And if you guys have the time, go look up uh, in film room when he was with the Cardinals, which is like a handful of games. He's just been that guy, you know. And, and it's and it's so good to see that. Even though he is making uh, his first time like millions, uh, he's still the same guy. He he will just go for it every time. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have a chance to mention him yet, but Shane McClanahan, I was wrong. I thought he would get uh, six innings. He did not. He uh, only got through five, one earned run, four walks, nine strikeouts, couple hits. Um, again, you don't have to. Not every. Not every. Uh, outing is going to be a, a Picasso or a Michelangelo or whatever it may be. And the, Hey, on, on the bright side, the bullpen got some work. It's like, ah, okay, let's give Clevenger, Adam Thompson, Fauche some reps, but I'll tell you what, despite the walks from McClanahan, what really stood out to me and caught my attention was the change up to right. He's, Oh my gosh, the, the tail and the dive. And I mean, it almost looked, better than Jeffrey Springs change up when you play it off his fastball. It yes. And I love this the Springs change up and maybe Evan Klosk is going to be upset at us by by yeah. by saying this but that that's exactly the 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 one note I put in bolded next to Shane McClanahan for the show. I bolded it. I was like change up to righties WTF. How do, how do you hit that? You can't. That's the answer. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah. yeah, you're going to miss it. You're going to it's it's so intense how it has that movement and it's at a 91 92 mile an hour uh, changeup. I mean, that's his changeup people, people just take a moment. You too, Ulysses. His changeup 
is two miles an hour faster than Josh Fleming's fastball. Mm. Just and with movement, it's insane. This kid, I mean, and he is a kid. Uh, well, he he's a young man. Um, has so much talent. And you know, there was an article during spring training where Kyle Snyder basically said, uh, you have to put him next to Blake Snell and David Price. You know, he's, he's, he's already among them. And in the moment, I'm like, I still don't feel like you can do that because those guys got the sigh. Once you get the sigh young, you're a little bit above everybody else, but talent wise, can I see Shane McClanahan winning a sigh young? Oh, 100% man. 100%. 100%. He's he's amazing. Speaking of Shane McClanahan, I have a prop bet to throw on the board to add to our running list. Thank you for that. And you know what? I'm going to make you wait a little bit more okay. until okay. you tell me about the prop bet because I've got to tell these fabulous people about Ultimate Pro Baseball GM, which is the coolest game to play right now okay if you've always thought about hey i'd like to be a major league gm well you can be with this game why because this game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise you can hire the right coaches and staff you can actually mix them so they you know behave well with each player's personality you can scout and draft the players for your organization you can go through free agency and then the season itself you can Basically, do everything that a GM would do. So, Locked On Race listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when use when you use the promo code Locked On in the game store. So that's L O C K E D O N. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just look on look it up on your app store. If you want to go to probaseballjam.com, you can do that too, but it's way much easier to just check it out in your app store. So do that today. Again, remember the free boost to your franchise is promo code locked on. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. Hey, guess who's starting their dynasty? The Tampa Bay Rays in 2023, yeah. but that's I mean. This is an this is unreal. Unreal. It really is unreal. And again, uh 162 and 0, not totally out of the question. I think <laughs> it can happen. Crazier you know, things have happened. We've sent people to the moon. <laughs> you know, uh oh, you know, some people are going to say like, "Oh, that's fake. I saw wind moving the the flag." Um funny that you say 162 and 0 because I think it was Topkin, and maybe it wasn't, and whoever the reporter was in the scrum, I'm sorry, I thought it was Topkin. But the reporter asked, we know that you're playing so well, you know, but you obviously are not going to go 162-0. and And then Shane McClanahan just caught him off right there, and he's like, why not? And, you know, he's, he laughs. But, like, that's the attitude that's happening right yeah. there. And, and, and he mentioned it's the camaraderie in the, in the clubhouse, in the locker room. And he mentioned Siri being in the bullpen. That's something you no, don't normally see, but this team is so united that, yeah, the guy who's hurt and and and, and is going to be in the dugout always, you know what? I'm going to spend some some time with, with the bullpen guys. And we also mentioned there was a, an article in spring training mentioning how in the locker room, they kind of wanted to get everybody to know each other. So they did like mm-hmm. position player 
pitcher, position player, pitcher. So he wouldn't be so separated between both bands of players. I think that's genius. I don't know why they don't do that more often as, as a rule. Like, hey, we're all going to get together. Like, I want Jason Adam to know what Yandy Diaz's favorite food is. I need yeah. to, I need that to happen. No, again, for an, for an organization so known for numbers and analytics and statistics and you know, hiring guys from Yale and MIT, they really do have a conscious about the human side of things and how important communication and camaraderie and and just um, that that together feel. It's not just about what a guy's batting average is. It's how well do you play well together and get along together. Uh, that makes a huge huge difference um yes. and you could see it i mean it was evident in the whole mic'd up thing with josh Lowe. just everybody literally <laughs> joshing around and having fun yeah. and smiling of course you're going to be smiling i would think when you're 11 and 0 but it it truly seems like a brotherhood and guys really getting along and in, in something special as klosky said a couple weeks ago you know walking out of the the home yeah. opener of there's there's a little bit of extra magic with this group uh, it's hard to deny that at this point. So, yeah. So, Kevin, hit me with your prop bet because we got to tell people what happened in the change of the rotation before this this uh, show ends. I know we're running late here. We don't have a lot of time to, to talk about the uh, rotation uh, issue. But yeah. um, prop bet, Shane McClanahan is now 3-0, and if my math is correct. Um, I was looking back in history. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah, you're uh, right. <laughs> and I'm thinking I, I've already got Cy Young on the mind. I've got Cy Young on the brain. And I think of David Price and I think of Blake Snell. So I'm just going to hit it to you. Over under 19 and a half wins for Shane McClanahan this year. Oh, buddy. Buddy. 3 and 0 after 11 games. No, 3 and 0 after 3 starts. He would have to he would need 17 more to accomplish this in 5 more months. So that would mean he would need to get 3.3 3 every month that is remaining. That's tough. That's tough. Because you can go through a streak where you're just not getting decisions, man. And you're going to lose ball games too, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say under. But that doesn't mean that he can't be a Cy Young with under 19.5. It's just yeah. tough. And it's a different game now with the wings. You know, you know, That's with the true. Wings. Yeah. You know what? Just to throw a wrench into the ball game, I'll take the over. Okay. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Actually, we, I got, we got a DM from somebody that we know but we can't talk about. Um they mentioned oh, that that works for the Rays. I I can I I, I do not recall. Somebody um, that may or may not work for the Rays said, "Why don't you just you know you take you got to take the field if somebody else you know does it so you guys don't have the same ones every time." Oh yeah, but we also want to be authentic. We don't want to be like Skip Bayless and you know all that nonsense. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we are authentic. We are authentic and organic. I like that, Kevin. All right. Yeah. Hit me. What happened with Zach Eflin? Why are we getting a new guy in the rotation for tomorrow's game? Yeah, believe well, it or not, game. Ta yeah, Taj Bradley making his major league debut probably a little bit sooner than everybody 
expected. I honestly would have guessed that that first call would have been to Yanni Torinos or Luis Patino. Um, and I'm sure there's some mechanics behind the decision. Uh, just, I guess, Todd Bradley's probably a little bit either more worked up or um, he uh, just the way that the schedules have worked, that it's kind of his place to, to get the turn. But uh, yeah, Zach Afflin has hit the IL with a back issue. At least it's not his uh, bad knees that are affecting him. But man, I'm starting to, you know, yes, it's great that the Rays have the um, 11 and 0 start and run thus far, but we're starting to see that injury bug creep up between Eflin, Jose Siri, and Taylor Walls, who Taylor Walls should be back uh, by Wednesday's ball game. But uh, hopefully, it's not a, a huge, huge issue for Eflin. But again, he's been a guy that you know he's he's been injury prone at least with the lower extremities. At least it's not an arm, shoulder, elbow, wrist issue, but. We, we've said it, Ulysses, you, you can't just rely on this one through five. You better have a, a good six, seven, eight, nine that you can trust and rely upon. And one of my many rants during the offseason, because I have plenty, as you definitely know, Kevin and, and Locked on Race listeners have, have grown to obviously only love. Uh, I hate during the offseason when people just hit put five starting pitchers and go, this is the best rotation ever. It's like, nah, fam. I need to see the, the next four names after that. I need to see the next four names after those five because people are going to get injured. So um, I'm, I'm a Zach Eflin. He doesn't seem to be that worried about it. I even heard, I think, a quote that said if this was a September or October, it wouldn't be an issue. I, I would be playing uh, or Zach would be playing. I, I don't know if it was third person or first person, but so. It just seems like a precautionary, like, hey, dude, it's April. We're 11 and 0 or 10 and 0 before the game started. There's no need for Zach Eflin to, and you really need to pitch this game. Right. Like, no, you don't. And kind of like Shane McClanahan being taken out with men on first and third with no outs, uh, and him wanting to to keep going at 93, 94 pitches. And Kevin Cash, that's a smart thing. Like, no, nah, bro, I need that. I need the, those bullets late September and October, hopefully. So, right. um, yeah, it sucks about Zach Eflin. Not to worry if he's not too worried about it. I'm not too worried about it, and you should not be too worried about it. What we should be is super excited that we get to see Tosh Bradley, the number one pitching prospect of this organization, make his start in a – I think this is like best-case scenario. You're 11-0. and 0. It's, it's basically cherry on top if you do well because if you right. don't do well – People are gonna. People are gonna understand. Hey, look, the you know, sometimes they had to lose, and uh, and you know, it's his MLB debut. He's he's nervous, so like he has all the advantage in the world for this to not be great and people to understand. Yeah. Uh, but if he does well, which he so definitely could do, that boy, that's that's a fantastic way to get to a dozen wins. Oh yeah, for sure. And let's also keep in context: the Rays are eleven and zero, and Tyler Glass now is yet to pitch a pitch <laughs> for this team as of yeah. yet. So, Taj Bradley, it's going to be really interesting. Again, I know that there's been a lot of uh, work and focus on him developing the secondary stuff, having that main third pitch, if you will. I mean, he throws strikes, particularly with the fastball, and I think this is a really good opportunity to get that first start at home and i know it was only spring training but he was impressive and has some familiarity with the red sox lineup in fact rafael devers after that spring training game where uh todd bradley you know mowed down the competition he was like man yeah that guy's pretty good he's got some good yeah. stuff he, he 
He throws strikes with the fastball, throws it up in the zone. It gets on you quick. So um, that's something to watch out for. One thing I didn't notice, I've, I got to be honest, I'm not a, a Taj Bradley truther by any means, but uh, in watching some grainy double A, triple A videos, he has a very explosive, strong, athletic finish and follow through. That's kind of, to me, you might think differently, Ulysses, but it's reminiscent of Chris Archer 2012-2013, early era Chris Archer with the Rays, where that finish and that follow through, he he really did it well. Wow. So that's something to watch out for. That I like. That I like. That's a good comp. Again, um, we've been watching this team for a long time, folks. So uh, if if you're a new Rays fan, this is great uh, information for you to just go back in the archives and 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 kind of compare those stuff. And and if you are an OG fan, hey, guess what? We we just made you feel really old. Yeah. So that's nice. I remember 2012 when he made his debut. I think that was sophomore year in college for us. So I was 11 years ago, bud. 11. Yeah. Kid. You know, that'd be a trivia question. Name all the guys acquired in that Cubs trade that brought forth Chris Archer to the race. I know Hack Julie was one of them. Yes. Hack Julie, Brandon Geyer. Yes. Robinson Chirinos. Yes. I'm missing like a couple more, though. I think it was there were five different guys, five guys like the burger joint. So I'm missing one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that off the top of my head. That would have been cool. Yeah. If Wasn't you know it, that name, uh, put it down in the comments right now. Yeah. Without cheating, guys, we know when you cheat. Okay. Right. Exactly. YouTube tells us. Uh, yeah. Again, if you're watching on YouTube or you're not watching on YouTube, you should be watching on YouTube because Ulysses still is blocking out the haters. And I think until this winning streak ends, if it ever ends, uh, you should keep going with the glasses thing. I think this is like a baseball superstition that you got to just roll with the punches here. I am I am not going to be the reason why they 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 don't catch a fly ball or they don't hit a home run. All right, I'm doing my part, people. Are you are you doing your part, folks? Are you still wearing the same underwear? No, don't do that. That's nasty. Wash your underwear, people, and take a shower and use deodorant and wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would actually like to know that. I know we're running long here, but I would know if any time during this two-week win streak and start to the season for the Rays, if there's a fan or multiple fans out there that have done something was like, hey, I always have some sort of beer while I'm watching or listening to the game, or I'm munching on this snack, or I do this weird idiosyncrasy, just some sort of superstition. Again, I mean, probably seek mental health first off if you're doing that. But um, I would just like to know if, if there's some sort of thing going on that, you know, oh, man, I, I'm always, uh, you know, barefoot when I'm watching the Rays at home. So I got to continue to be barefoot when I'm watching the Rays at home. If you do have any of those idiosyncrasies, please drop them down in the comments and don't listen to the Kevin hate. OK, I'm doing this thing. You do your guys's thing. Kevin's doing his own thing. I think he has worn that hoodie like five times well, in a row. Yeah, inside baseball. Actually, no, I have. This is a different hoodie. I do wash my hoodies or I have my okay. fiance wash my hoodies. But um, these I, I go with my Jordan hoodies. And you'll notice I've got like four. I'm I I wear a lot of gray. I'm like a communist, but I <laughs> No, that would be red. That would be red. 
red and gray, very, very colors. Um, (laughs) But I've got like three or four different Jordan hoodies and I I can show you the proof if you want. Those actually are my least favorite one of them all. But um, yeah, so maybe that's the thing is I feel like I've worn a hoodie just about every, every time we've recorded this podcast. So maybe that's something I have to continue as well. Yeah, no, this has been fun, guys. Again, enjoy it. Enjoy this ride, people. You're a race fan. Enjoy it. And you know what? Don't listen to the haters. Block out the haters with your sunglasses if you have them. It doesn't matter, man. If they say soft schedule, just laugh at them and point at the standings. That's what you need to do. Yeah. In all honesty, I I will give this guy credit. Jared Carabas has been on the race train of like, hey, you need to respect this team. Been nice. Red Sox Nation. Yeah. I, I I don't find him interesting at all, but I, I have noticed his tweets of late. So ditto on everything that you just said. It, it's <laughs> I, I know we're running long here, but I just don't know how some people they get a platform. I mean, maybe it's kind of like us too, but they just I don't get how this guy has millions of followers and watchers and listeners. Like it's I, oh, it's millions to me. Damn, that's crazy. And like where where's Cody Decker? Cody Decker should be the biggest personality in all of baseball and dude with so much personality gotta go on the dark web to find anything from him and you know what you don't have to go to the dark web to find cody decker having a tremendous interview with yours truly go into our playlist player uh interviews and personality interviews uh playlist and you can see cody decker and you can see minor league players and you can see our interview with colin poche and many many more all right that's it. Thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown Fantasy Baseball podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow. I want the 12th. I want the 12th. I want the 12th. I want the 12th.